What a week. Holy shit. It's like, it's like everything happened at once. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know when you're constipated for a really long time and you have to take a massive shit and you feel like you gotta go and sit down and nothing. And you come back later and you feel like nothing. And then finally, just everything all at once. And it's the grossest thing ever. But you feel great afterwards. You get all of it out of your system. We did so much this week. We got Illuminati. We got Keeper. Uh, I'm sure there was other stuff, but that's pretty important. Uh, we had a podcast. And that was pretty cool. We got to talk about that. Everybody all of a sudden came to life. So that's kind of nice. Uh, so here we are. Episode 2. I'm here. I'm not alone. Once again. But we have a little addition. Sort of. I have ten foot with me today, but I also have for the entire show, Blitz, the same level champion. What's up, guys? What is up? What is up? What's up, Captain? Yeah. So this is going to be a very interesting effort here because it. Let me just explain what we've done over the past week because they, they have no idea. The rest of the the listeners, we have listeners now. That's wild. We have one episode in the bank, right? So that's all we've got to work with. And all of a sudden, Blitzed and Tenfoot took that and thought episode two has got to be so meticulously directed, like like Steven Spielberg, <laughs> that we it, have a show list. <laughs> I hope so. I fucking hope. Because we have a show list that's like 87 pages long. My literally... My index finger is going to fall off from scrolling so much through this word doc of a show sheet. Literally, the the bullet points go like four levels deep at one point. <laughs> we have to like go all the way in and then back out and then back in again. So we have a How, lot of shit. You're going to be to. thankful as you go I, through. I will. Yeah. I will. I'm I'm already lost. Buddy, buddy I'm curious. How, yeah. Uh, at what point did you go and review that uh, material for this week? Um, so we just tested the audio. Well, hopefully we're loud as fuck. Hopefully, Coheeds, hopefully I'm blowing out your speakers right now. Uh, but <laughs> so literally when we just tested this audio is when I decided to, I should fucking look at this, right? I should probably see what we're going to talk about. Tonight. So we've been, we've been slaving away for an entire week and you decide to look at it two minutes before we start the show. So that's honestly, what you have to work with people. I think that the it's professionalism a good, is off the charts. It's a good model. Let you guys do all the work. The whole goal of this fucking thing was for me to not have to do as much. And here I am. I just have to put in 60 minutes of effort. Afterwards, I press a few buttons and eventually we become famous. That's how it works. And you guys put in the legwork, my name in the spotlight, and everyone wins, you know, at, at different levels of winning, but same level. <laughs> See what you so, did there. Yes. I'm okay with it. So what are we going to cover in this episode? Well, I will just, in a nutshell, we are going to cover Keepers. Keepers is the bulk of today's episode. But before we get into Keepers, I do want to acknowledge very briefly 
a few mistakes I may have made. I, I people are saying that I fucked up last episode. I don't know. I don't. I, you know, who's to point blame at who? It's not really fair. So it might have been a little confusing as to what the fuck exactly <laughs> happened. It was a goddamn mess. Okay, I understand that none of it made sense. No one understood what passed and what didn't pass. I don't know what the difference is between red and blue, or yes and no, or what's greater than or or less than sixty six point seven. I have no idea. Obviously, so let me just get to a few corrections before we get into anything more fun. So our amendments, just to correct everything, I initially said that we require 75% to pass. And I said that would be eight votes. But eight out of 12 is not 75%. Nine out of 12 <laughs> is 75%. Eight out of 12 is 66%. So we require two-thirds. So there's the first correction and statement. So we currently, that's what we require. Um, and just to run down the few items that did pass, the end the 99% act, that did pass Weekly payouts are gone. We are going to be paying third place. And, and honestly, I think I was kind of pissed about that. But after our discussion last week, I'm not really as mad about it. I think it kind of makes a little bit more sense. So we'll see how it works out. Yeah, I just hope people don't dis- get discouraged week to week. But we'll see how it goes. Well, maybe the- in the farm they will. But in, in the same level, they have the, the relegation. Right. You, yeah. you can't give up. So there's that. So we, now uh, also down with the dictator. That did not pass. I am still allowed to be a dick. I am still allowed to make rules whenever I want. And uh, like I was talking with uh, the guys earlier, I don't intend to use that when I, I don't really need to. I, it's, if you guys want democracy, then fuck you. Here it is. And we're going to get stuck in the mud and I will laugh and I don't care. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm enjoying myself the way it is. So whatever. If we don't get to remove kickers, whatever. If we don't get to bring back tight ends, whatever, whatever. So that didn't pass. Uh, Don't Waste Our Time Act, this did pass. So we now have time limits on the draft, which is, it's fine. It'll be tricky, like I said, because I don't know. It's not going to be tricky. It is not going to be tricky. No one's even going to hit the limit. Seriously. I'm putting money on it. That could be true. So maybe if we just say that we're going to auto-pick, then definitely no one would hit the limit. Yeah, you're getting auto-picked. I think actually it's part of the amendment as Part C, since uh, I'm the one who submitted it. I just there, it go. does say if it if we can't do the whole time rollover thing, we'll just do whatever CBS defaults to, and that's probably auto picking. Yeah, but go. I what what are people gonna say when someone gets auto picked for their team? Get shit on. <laughs> Get your shit together. <laughs> yeah, like are you kidding me? This is a big boy league. You've been pl- you've had this league for ten years. I it's lost a my hundred fifty dollar buy in. Like I got on. dropped. I got kicked out of the room. It wasn't my fault. What are you gonna do? No, no, I'm not. I'm not having it. I'm not having yeah. it. Call right, in. Well, let, yeah, that's, let's preface that, all right? So you're listening to this show now, all right? You know how your phone works, obviously, so you better be on Slack during the draft, and if you get disconnected, if you fall into a hole, you'll have your phone in your hand, and you'll still be able to tell us who you're drafting next, so have a backup plan, all right? If, if we're going to stick to this strict five minutes, which is a lot, especially for like fifth, sixth, seventh round, five minutes is an eternity, right? So... If we're going to do that, then no excuses, all right? And you just have a fucking backup, and if you, if you don't, then you deserve to get auto-drafted. Honestly, I, I understand that we were joking, but you deserve to, to get Jackie Battle Agreed. or some other shit, and you deserve to go to the farm because you're not paying yep. attention. So yep. I, I'm, I'm down. I'm down to be a dick. That's fine. Yep. All right. Hand over the hammer act. This passed. Blitz is a, right. is a motherfucker. I get it. Whatever. You want This is going to bite you, dude. Did you save the packaging? I did not. 
there all that shit is gone. That was brilliant. I have no intention of giving it away. So right, why well, would I keep that shit? Ooh, bold move. Bold Confident. Move. Confident, but I, I, you are going to inevitably lose. Like, even if you were just saying everyone is equal, you have what an eight percent chance of winning the league. Like, even if you're better than other people, you're going to give yourself a sixteen percent chance to win the league. Chances are you don't win again. Right? We'll see. We'll see. Chances are you're going to have to find new shipping I like materials. My odds. Chances <laughs> are I will. And it's going to cost. I will you. admit and, that. And it cost me a hundred dollars to send it to you. <clears throat> so prepare for that. And this will be in a year where you don't win any money. Right, so then <laughs> you have to actually because the weekly payouts are gone, though. There yeah, you go. Exactly. You better get third. So. <laughs> better get third. All right. You so would finally, be shooting for third. We do have one correction that was totally not my fault, and uh, some other idiot thought that Michael Crabtree played for Oakland uh, and not the 49ers is what he said. See, see, he just screwed this whole thing up. You should have reviewed it. You don't know football either. So no, in the last, in the previous episode, he did play I believe. For Oakland. Yes, but the way you just wait till you go back and listen to it, you totally said it wrong. Yeah, yeah, you I did should say that wrong. But no, so you I'm, fucked it up first. So. I, I I fucked it up first, and I didn't look it up. I am banking on memory. I think he played for Oakland last year, so uh, and not the 49ers. So I screwed that up. So Michael Crabtree, uh, not on either of those teams anymore. That's our correction. Where does he? Play At least now? you own it. Uh, Baltimore. I think so. I don't know. I think it is Baltimore. It it is Baltimore. Have we established that I don't know what the fuck I'm doing? Yeah, I think we have. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I don't honestly. I think the player He'll be ready detail, come draft day. player detail stuff is not this show, right? If you're here for who is where and what we, how many touchdowns we project so and so to 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 have this year, this is not that show. Like, I have no idea. I'm just reading and regurgitating. If I were to tell you what I thought, I would literally just be copying and pasting from someone else. So I'm not going to say it, and I have no opinion on the matter. I'm just playing this stupid ass game. And I'm doing this uh, stupid-ass show. And we have some other <laughs> shit to get into. Uh, but we'd like to be we'd like to be a little selfish, and we'd like to be a little pompous. We got really, like, our egos were stroked really hard this past week. Like, I don't know if you guys in the podcast biz know what's up, but uh, we had, like, 130 downloads. I mean, 125 <laughs> of which were the three of us. Guaranteed. <laughs> I mean, a lot of shows like to hold their downloads close to their chest, but fuck that. We got 130 <laughs> downloads. Uh, so we're just going to take a few minutes and explain who we are, the three of us, who who we are, and, and maybe in more of a fantasy football sense because the, the rest are our actual lives are probably boring compared to our fantasy football monikers. So we're going to stick to the football monikers. So Buddy Danger, that's me. Uh, I'm the commissioner. I started the league a long time ago really long time ago holy shit uh so how long we, come on well this is the 11th season and we i had a league going before that but yeah so it's it's been about 11 or 12 years i've been running a league and it's exhausting obviously i'm trying to do it differently now uh but i started playing fantasy football by myself in a public league on cbs sports which is why we're on cbs sports now uh and i played in a free league to start and i thought it was really cool uh, but obviously, like halfway through the season, just like playing poker for free with friends, like nobody gives a shit. People don't play the way they would play if there's money on the line and people will bail. And I, But I could see that this is this is pretty awesome. So I ended up the next season joining a public league, but this time it was like a $200 buy-in. But it was a public league and you pay CBS and they take some huge cut, you know, but somehow gambling was still illegal at the time. Uh, so they they take this huge cut, but I at that point I was like, wait a second, this is actually pretty cool. But even still, 
I'm trying to like talk shit to strangers <laughs> and they're like not responding, you know? So it's like just right. throwing insults into the ether and I get nothing, but I could realize like, this is, this is something like if I had friends in real life, I could right. make this into something. So I talked to my brother, high decibels. And uh, he had enough friends for half the league. I had enough. Oh, of course. He had to bring all the friends. He had to bring the friends. You had no friends to bring. I brought coworkers, which ended up just being the worst idea. Sorry, Blue Ballers. Yeah, your track record is not nearly as good as your brother's. I think, I mean, Blitz is a a descendant of your brother. I'm a descendant of your brother at this point in league speak. And uh, your track record is not as good. Correct. I, I brought Bapes. I brought Bapes, and yeah, she well, is that's solid. That's arguably the most popular. That's that could be a number one pick right there. I mean, that's yeah. that's really good. I, agreed. Yeah, I mean, she dominated Illuminati voting, which we'll somehow squeeze in this show later. So she's the most popular. I brought her in, so you know, hold your fucking shit over there. Um, <laughs> but, but you actually have brought in champions now that you think about it, though. Multiple tantrums, one tantrums, Nickelball, yeah. the unmentionables. Yeah, and now they're all like some of them have multiple mug shots since then. Like it's just been. <laughs> <laughs> a total mess so uh yeah so i i think so then we kind of graduated to you know mike's friends were mike high decibel i'll cut that out high decibel is uh he brought all of his college friends in so right Every, most of the people were coming from full sale so all right. these shout out full sale full sale yeah in, in orlando down here so after they graduated they you know everybody bailed everybody went in different directions and they just scattered across the country so there goes the the league and we've adapted since then you know everybody's kind of jumped around but i've been the commissioner since then i won the championship in 2009 i will never forget it uh <laughs> it was it was a fantastic year just had my first kid won the championship it was like everything's going awesome so you so you know where your peak is you've yeah, already that had was your it. peak that was totally okay it. yeah so here i am i want it i want it again uh my wife babes she's had it since then just a year ago or you know right before blitz got it uh babes was a champion so that was awesome um <clears throat> but yeah for my fantasy career got to after stare that, at it at least yeah my fantasy Cause career it, wait, when you won it dead when you won it there was no hammer correct no no there was nothing no way yeah, no. that's 2013, 2014, something like that, right? That Whatever was when I first, year, I think it, the same year I joined, 2014. The year was that the year I did the video with like, uh, with like Thanos and shit, like all the Marvel, right? Yeah, that was the year the hammer was introduced. I'm almost yeah. positive that was the year that I joined. I think it I was, was on Thanos way before everybody else. And I, I think that was the year after you, really you paid, were. Yeah. I think that was the year after you paid somebody five dollars to dress up like a clown and sing us a song. I think yeah. that mean, happened too. You mean yeah. my brother? <laughs> yeah, that's right. My bad. <laughs> yeah. Fiverr is a weird place. Yes. But yeah, so then fast forward, I've I've had a shitty fantasy career ever since. Uh, very mediocre. Uh, borderline farm last season. Luckily, we had uh-huh. a total meltdown, and I got just you know just my you literally luck. saved by an absolute meltdown. Fantasy <laughs> gods. unreal. The commissioner almost kicked out of his own league and saved by the fantasy. It was guy. like as just as I was about to to fall off the fantasy cliff into the fantasy farm, the the clouds opened up and it was just and and God looks down, the fantasy gods look down, they're like, No, he will not go to the farm. And I never had to go to the farm. So that was awesome. I mean, you guys didn't see that, but Very I Very fortunate. Yeah. Very fortunate. So that's my profile. I mean, in a nutshell, <laughs> that's what I'm. Uh, in, in, and also, I guess <laughs> I should throw in the fact that I'm also uh, a web developer. So that kind of assisted me along this course. So all of you commissioners out there, 
it would really help you if you knew, you know, not even just web development. So fuck being able to build a website. That would be awesome if you could do that. But if you just really knew how to do spreadsheets really well, you'd be <laughs> you'd be really in a better place, right? So just get that on your list. If you're trying to be a good commissioner, know how to use Google Docs and Google Sheets and you'll be great. So that's so that's me. I'm uh I'm the commissioner, Buddy Danger. So who who wants to go next? Go for it, I Blitz. I think TFM is older. All right. All right. I'll go. Fucking pussies. All right. So <laughs> I, I, my first foray into fantasy was actually uh, seventh grade. I had a friend who just hit me up. I had never really been interested in sports even too much growing up, to be honest. Uh, but he told me about fantasy football, and he wanted me to get into his league because he was trying to start something. And so seventh grade, I was like, sure. And that just happened to be the same year that Priest Holmes went off for over 2,000 yards and 20 touchdowns. And I happened to draft Priest Holmes out of absolute sheer luck and won that league that I first played in. Uh, but after that, I didn't really even play fantasy again until college. And I did decently. I remember uh, came, I think, second, third, was always in the playoffs played for two or three years and then that's when my brother fourth and nine inches actually brought me into this league well before uh, in the leagues you were in, in your in your college leagues who who were you were you playing with strangers or what was it so i mean it was just like people that i had met in college at that time so just like people on my floor in owen hall at purdue so uh it we all knew each other but not everyone really gave a shit they just happened to all be friends so everyone part partook and I actually wanted something a little more serious. We had a bunch of people just like, you know, not even put players in illegal lineups. Not send the rosters. Yeah. 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 Just like just the stupid shit that you hate from. What a, was from, the money? I don't even think there was money. If anything, well, like twenty bucks. Yeah. Twenty buck. Oh yeah, I know. It was. It was more for just uh, shit talking and and the camaraderie of it, right? We don't always play for, you know, more. Right. You know, sometimes it's just the community, which you know that's a big part of why I like this league a lot too. Not okay. just winning a thousand dollars, you know. But also the camaraderie, right? <laughs> well, the money to me, not to cut you off in your thing, the money to me is not why I want to win, right? And honestly, right, it's the, the shit talking, it's the hammer, it's all that stuff. The only reason we ever raised it, in my opinion, to, to 150 uh, was literally just because I felt that people in the league were making more money than they were before and i needed to you know cost of living increase <laughs> and it's just, just to have the same effect on them where 50 bucks to some of these people in the league now is like ah whatever i can still just you know forget about that so at least just you know increasing it was just to keep everybody honed in i i think you need that like it's it's super right. important i've played in leagues that are free and they're never fun because everybody right. or at least some people just stop paying attention and like what's the point it you know that that is definitely one of the most beautiful things about this league is even though we're kind of, we kind of tune out like we did in the off season this year like when it when it comes time and it's like you know we're starting to think about drafts like everybody comes together we've got this awesome culture on slack not to go on this huge tangent i want to get back to you blitz but like i think you bring up a really good point that makes this league right. really interesting so yeah raise the praise fuck it like Keep people right. interested I mean, it just, it just adds the level of seriousness to it, and I like that. So, I mean, what it's nice you, to be able to win money, too. What did you spend your money on last year? I built a brand new PC. Fucking Good question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I sent pictures to it in Slack, I believe. You're even supposed to, to say drugs. To well, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure some of it made its way there. But back money, to... So I, joined, so I joined in 2014... Uh, and then I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention the email that I first sent you, 
when I joined the league, which was uh, a very brazen oh, email, shit. basically saying along the lines of, I hate playing with scrubs. Uh, my brother tells me all about your league, and it's time for me to like get in there and kick your entire league's ass and start a dynasty, a Listina dynasty. Ooh, uh, I think I league. remember this email. It was, I think I remember Yeah, because yeah, you made a blog post about it later, too, uh, after I had kind of uh walked the walk and after i had talked the talk oh did you hang uh, out above your bed i did i did <laughs> i did that's why i wanted to, that's why i wanted to see if it was still up anywhere but you took it down because you couldn't stand to see it up yeah the whole thing's down to just same level.net i still own the domain it's coming back it's gonna be better than ever but yeah i gotta i gotta separate work life from personal life and that got entangled <laughs> that got really entangled quickly when there was no there was no oversight on me, man, for years, and I was just like, "Well, fuck it, I'll just use these virtual machines to run a quarterback <laughs> uh, exchange game." Uh, that yeah. was uh, yeah. We'll, we'll get into the QBX and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, we'll have a mini, we'll imagine. have a mini game segment for sure. Yeah, go ahead, Blitz. Finish. So we, yeah, to make won, a long story won, short, okay, won, to make fine. a long story short, I I backed up my shit talk and I've basically made it to the championship Yay. a bunch of times. Won it once, uh, won it most recently. Plan to be winning it again this year, uh, thanks to Todd Gurley because he's going to go off again. So, yeah, that's basically been my my journey in, in fantasy football. So, what do you got, TFM? So, I don't know anything about fantasy football in seventh grade. Like the things that I just knew and didn't know in seventh grade is honestly kind of frightening. But uh, I didn't hear about fantasy football until my first job out of college. I think it was probably 2010. And my coworkers were doing it, and they're like, hey, do you want to get into this fantasy football thing? I was like, all right, cool. What's it all about? So I, I like for at least half a year, I thought fantasy football was like new as of 2010 or 2011. Like that was a new <laughs> thing that year. That's literally how dumb I am. Decades. So yeah, but the interesting thing was I had kind of a similar experience as you, Blitz. I, uh, I, you know, I didn't know what I was doing. I just kind of drafted, and I think I drafted Drew Brees. I drafted Michael Turner uh, in the like second to last year when he just hauled off a bunch of TDs. Um, and then I picked up Darren Sproles, I think, on the waiver wire and ended up winning the league in my first year. So, like, from that point on, like, I'm a super competitive nice. person. I, I was hooked, right? And I've I've sniffed victory, uh, but since I've been in the league, I've basically, my whole joke is, like, I make it to the playoffs every year and then I proceed to lose very, very quickly. So, it's um, it's been a frustrating experience, but I love it. It's I love the competitive edge, and that's really why I play fantasy football in addition to kind of the camaraderie aspect that we talked about earlier. I mean, you you definitely have to have one of the better win percentages in this league, I would say. You're usually always coming out on top. I do. That's why I brought it up earlier when we were prepping for the show. And I think I had, I thought I only had two losing records uh, against other teams. And that was to you and your brother, uh, brother, fourth and nine inches. Uh, and then I found out fucking Towley has got me by two games. So I'm, I'm hoping to, to take back that record this year. Good luck. <laughs> it's Towley. Come on. <laughs> Love he you, Tally. He is going to be so. He has no idea how distracted he's going to be this season. Now that his his wife, I, I believe, is in the league now, like that is that is very distracting. And if you're not used to it, you could really step in it in the wrong way and <laughs> <laughs> not want to play fantasy anymore. 
Uh, especially against. I mean, you've been down that road, like you know yeah, that. I'm life. Sure, she's you, sitting you right next absolutely to me. Absolutely, do. It, it has been. It's been trying at times. I mean, there is points where you're like, you know, she'll win, and I'll just be like, God damn, thank you. I'm so glad she beat me because <laughs> <laughs> I don't want life is so like, much easier. You know, <laughs> yeah, I feel, and then I feel bad if I win sometimes. Yeah, so it's it's hard, man. Like that definitely changes, and then but it also, I will say this. Like I'll get back to the point I made about eight percent chance, right? Like one in twelve if we're just being like totally statistically even about this having a significant sure. other that you share a bank account with means that your chance of winning the money <laughs> is 16 percent, right like so you double your chance of winning the money so there's that benefit so he does have that very true that nice that's very very nice <laughs> it, it, it you know, you're just different. ready to get your children in now too yes he's, he's got his email address <laughs> ready i will send him an invite uh, as soon as I, you know, I mean, they Congress said we can gamble now. Fuck, kids can do it. I don't care. Like, <laughs> Let's go. So. Anyway, so uh, is that all you got? Ten foot? That's your whole fantasy career. That's the lamest story ever. I mean, that's it. That's it. I mean, I've been in the league, and uh, so you I've, didn't you know, play. When did you did you play before this? Did you say? Did you? Yeah, were so you I, in a year before me? I think like I was a, in either probably. either a full year or two. I think it was just one year before you. Um, but yeah, so I was, I ended up living with, uh, high decibels. I'd known him through another roommate of mine and, uh, we ended up playing music together. So got to know your brother really well. And, uh, when he moved in, he kind of came up to me and, you know, at this point I have no idea who any, any of you are, uh, except I did know, um, blitz. I knew your brother at this time. And so anyways, high decibels comes up to me and he's just like, dude, I need you for something. (laughs) I bet your like, first instinct is just, oh, fuck. Uh, yeah, right? Like, you know, high, if you know high decibels, you know that this can go in many different directions. I would probably so. text him like crazy, like, get somebody else. We need two more people. Don't fuck this up. Yeah. I think there were other circumstances happening with people that were in and out of the league at that. So it was kind of a sensitive subject. But he, anyways, he comes over to me. And he's like, I'm not, I'm not messing around. Like, this is serious. This is serious business. And clearly, it's a giant joke now, you know, six years later or whatever it is. But uh, yeah, that's it. No, a- it's serious business. <laughs> I mean that there you go. That's that's really how I got into the league. Um and then yeah, drafted in DC and then moved back here to Chicago and almost missed a couple of drafts and have done stupid shit since then. But uh yeah, that's that's my very lame fantasy career. And let me tell you real quick about it. missing the drafts. Proper wants to kill you because of the draft <laughs> time. Like now you're flying back after you're, you're gallivanting at yet another wedding. How many fucking people do you know are having these destination weddings? I don't know. You're flying out. You're flying back on a holiday. It's the fifth. Yeah, it's the All fifth right. this year. So yeah. you're flying back on a holiday and I have to push the draft time back. Everybody for the past couple of years has said earlier the draft, the better. I'm not as drunk. Uh, I can handle it better. No, <laughs> we have to push it back now for you to get back from the airport. So 7.30 is our start time. And for proper, who, hey, not our fault, buddy. All right? Not our fucking fault, my guy. Yeah, our, yeah. So That's where this conversation ends. It's not our fault. Sorry, you're across the pond. Deal with it. <laughs> Cheerio. I'm, I apologize. Uh, but he, he gets to start at, I think, 12.30, whatever, whatever planet they're on well i'm sure he loved the idea of he loved the idea of time limits then so you know everybody wins (laughs) yes everyone should use their full allotted time (laughs) (laughs) especially in those later rounds really drag them out (laughs) he'll auto draft he'll end up in the farm and do i go with will lutz or or greg zerlin i don't know (laughs) 
Well, all right. So uh, we have, we actually have, um, we didn't get any money, but we have a sponsor for the show, and I'm going to let Blitz talk to you about it. Are you in the East Haven, Connecticut area? Well, actually, Connecticut's kind of small. Are you in Connecticut or any surrounding states? If you are, make your way over to the BRX in East Haven. They have the first collaborative brew space in all of Connecticut. They're currently brewing beers for 10 different labels, brewing everything from IPAs to lagers, sours to stouts, and all different styles in between. Their tap room has eight different lines where you can come up, get in cans and growlers to go. So head on over there where you can jam out to some live music, laugh at a comedy act, or gorge yourself on some food trucks, while of course, drowning yourself in beer. If you see a guy with poor fashion and big earrings, mention the same level podcast and he might just hook you up with a free drink. Just don't mention that Blitz is a better team. You might just get kicked out. Yeah. So yeah. So Coheeds, Coheeds is the guy. Uh, he's he's got this place. He's got the Beer X. Beer X. I don't know what. It's a horrible name. I'm sorry. All right. I'm sorry to say that about my first. Sponsor. The pronunciation issue. Was, almost as was almost as bad as con- almost as bad as Connecticut Coheeds. Seriously. I mean, it's fantasy football. You don't have to put a state in front of your fucking name. Um, but. Uh, the beer axe sounds awesome. Coheeds is doing it. Honestly, the reason I support it so much is Coheeds, and we're gonna. Yeah, he's an awesome him. guy. I, I was actually talking to him on the phone earlier today about it. Uh, it really does sound like an awesome place. They have like these huge fucking ninety thousand gallon barrels that they brew all this beer in. Ten different, you know, beer labels working together in one space, kind of sharing it. Uh, Really did kind of seem like a pretty awesome stuff, and they're they're Coheeds doing so some pretty cool, and cool I, things there. The reason why I like it, all right. So I was I was uh, creeping on people's uh, LinkedIn's recently, right? And I, I creeped on Coheed's LinkedIn profile, and I looked down his job history because I'm just trying to you know size up these scumbags. So I'm scrolling down his job history, and I see from like literally before I was in high school. This motherfucker has been in TV production in some way. He's a producer. He's a director. He's he's doing oh. all this. He's doing this. But literally, like, two years ago, he was just like, fuck that. I'm going to make beer now. And now his job on Love LinkedIn it. is making beer. And I thought, like, just looking at that job history is, like, so awesome and liberating. This guy was just like, fuck it. I'm going to do this now. So it's it's inspiring. So, yeah, I hope it works out. The Beer Axe, East Haven, Connecticut, whoever decides to live in Connecticut, you know, more power to you but there's this cool place you can go to and i don't know if it was from that place or a different place that he was brewing beer at but i think if i'm not mistaken we used to do draft kits and he gave us all (laughs) beers one year now something may have happened yeah some well some of the beers may or may not have made it to the people it should have been to i remember that happening but the beer that i tried was fucking delicious so definitely if you're in connecticut make your way over to this place i'm sure it's great Yes, the beers. Not all the beers made it. I drank some of them, but listen, don't don't fucking send me thirty beers USPS. <laughs> it's gonna explode. All right, like half they're exploded. They look like they're they're avocado shaped, you know, and then you know they're about. I can't put that in a draft kit, so I apologize. All right, so anyways, um, I don't. Let's get into to something that we don't. We we are going to. We have a new segment. All right, and, and we're gonna have a lot of new segments because we have a new show. Right, so we have a new segment. We're gonna do this pretty often because I think this happens pretty often, uh, and we're gonna have some cool sounds for it. We don't have a sound for it. Ten foot. I don't have a sound for it tonight, I, unless you want to play it. I don't know if you got the sound for it. But uh, we no, we'll, we'll spare them. Jackie Battle of the Week. Right, so you can interpret that however you want. Jackie Battle of the Week could mean like 
game of the week. It was a battle. Or just Jackie Battle of the Week. It was the MVP of the week. It was something amazing that happened. Jackie Battle, I mean, we don't really need to explain how awesome Jackie Battle was and why we love him so much. So we'll just let you understand that. Uh, so we have Jackie Battle of the Week. And in this week, we had a trade. We had a massive trade, and this is going to lead into our main segment for keepers because this is going to this is going to kick off the keep literally kick off the keepers with the one hundred and one. All right, we had a massive trade between this awesome beer brewer, post TV production guy, Connecticut Coheeds trades his one hundred and nine pick, all right, to AOL for life, the bane of my existence, for the <laughs> one hundred and one. And you would, on the surface, say, who in the fuck would trade the one for the nine? All right? So, obviously, there's something Agreed. else involved. And I still, even with the other stuff involved, I still wonder why he would do that. But anyway, so, AOL inherits. You're just mad that he refused all eh, trade eh, negotiations with you. Now that I get Kareem Hunt, I'm really not that mad because it kind of worked out. But if Kareem Hunt <laughs> was off the board, I'd have to ride or die with Christian McCaffrey, and that would kind of suck. So, um I'm glad that, anyways, back to what happened. So he is going to inherit the first round keeper rights of Ezekiel Elliott. AOL for life is. So he's going to have the nine spot with Ezekiel Elliott for the first round only. And Connecticut Coheeds is going to move up to the 101. He's going to give up his Ezekiel Elliott keeper and not use it in the first round for the ability to obviously draft his, his perfect Lover. man. Yeah. His, his perfect The band. biggest Giants fan. <laughs> He's going to love this so much, and I couldn't be happier for him. Uh, Match made in heaven, he, seriously. He gets Saquon Barkley from the New York Giants. Mike, Dubs, I definitely need that full loop, man. I can't believe it misses the last part of that riff. It's the best part. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so he gets Saquon Barkley with the 101. And he'll get to flip back to his pick, his correct pick in the second round, which is also nice. So he gets Saquon Barkley at the 101, and he gets the, you know, what is it? In the the fourth pick in the right, second right, round. Right, right, right. So, that's not so basically, let's, let's cut through the shit, right? Like, so what we're saying is that AOL, AOL for life likes Ezekiel Elliott better than he likes Saquon Barkley, right? right. That's well, essentially I mean, he, what's he, happening. He's basically going for the surefire instead of, like, taking the risk on the rookie, which, you know... I don't hate it. So who wins? But. No, but no, but I don't. But real quick on this, I mean, I don't know if it's a surefire. We'll get into this in the keeper section, but uh, sure. I mean, there's some serious questions in in Dallas that you know at least got to give you some pause. I would say. I I would agree. I would agree with that. But Dak. But there's still no way Zeke isn't top five in like no everything no, 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 of coming course. off the board. Of course. So. But I, who won? Who won the trade? Did either of them win, or is it just a wash? Or we have to wait? And I see? think. Uh, I feel I like Coheed's orchestrated the trade just because... Oh, he did. I, I, so, I, honestly, I think Coheed's wins just because he is the first person to really ever successfully pull off a trade that includes keeper rights, picks, all that kind of stuff. Uh, so, first ever. So, cr- congrats to that. Hats off. Uh, but... I, I like That's what he true, got out though. of it. That is definitely not true. Is that not true? Not true at all. Ten foot and I have traded picks and keeper rights. Oh, uh, that's we that's did. Right. We did a Lamar Miller trade. I think when I was no. making a playoff push and oh, needed yes. another RB. Yes. So that's yeah. what got me an additional draft pick one season, which was all right. nice. And then I well, the traded. first one this year. How about that? We also traded. <laughs> yeah. There you go. But then he traded. And I mean, it. the last one was the last one was for Lamar Miller. Let's let's be real. Nobody's really excited right. about. And don't that. get me started is, on Lamar Miller this year. We'll, we'll get. Oh, this, but. <laughs> will we get into it? 
let's, before we get into keepers, actually, the last one was DeMarco Murray. You traded me his rights back last year. and Yeah, yeah how'd that work out for you? Almost went to the farm. So <laughs> here we go. He retired, didn't he? <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> Along with my other running back, Matt Forte, they're both gone. So I <laughs> let's start it off with AOL for life. All right, so his keepers. Let's talk about his keepers. Lamar Miller, you mentioned him. Let's. What do you have? Talk shit. Go. Dude, where do you start? Where do you so when when this trade came through my desk? I think it was yesterday at work, and I saw, yeah, <laughs> and and I Once saw. Once my secretary brought me the memo. <laughs> basically, I looked at it and I had to go talk to the secretary to make sure that I, what I was reading <laughs> was actually true because nobody in their right mind, in my view, would take Lamar Miller at that point in time like why would you keep lamar miller when you have other options like here i've got i got it pulled up here so aol for life could have kept matt ryan like i'm just throwing it out there because we know how much he he could have for the same amount of negative value he got lamar miller he could have taken matt ryan later so i would argue that would have been a smarter pick let's let's clarify this so so lamar miller is probably like a fourth fifth round guy going right now and he has the uh, rights to him in the second round, which is the 212 spot, so the 24th pick overall. So he slots in Lamar Miller at the 24th spot overall when he could have easily probably still gotten Lamar Miller at that spot had he not even kept him, had he wanted him. And look at what he left. What else he left on the table. I mean, he's got Deion Lewis with three rounds of value taking him eighth in round. the eighth. Yeah, he's got... T.Y. Hilton, a wash at three, but obviously he's going to go before that. So that's another the, option. The most Brand- egregious one. Unbelievable. Well, go ahead. It's unbelievable. The most, the most egregious one, and I, I, I have to, to touch on this, is Adam Thielen. Holy shit. What is wrong? I, this guy had him in the ninth round, which is an insane spot for Adam Thielen. Oh, Adam Thielen is not going to make it back to him in any way. After, he's going to go in the top probably 15 picks just because the keepers are working out i'm gonna take him in in the fourth pick overall just to spite him for this move right i mean it's absolutely ridiculous this is the worst adam thielen related travesty that's happened in this league (laughs) since any given sunday dropped him last year for tj motherfucking jones week nine this is ridiculous i am beyond upset about this i I don't understand why anyone would choose lamar miller in the second over Adam Thielen in the ninth round. What the fuck? It's very egregious. So th- those are my thoughts on the whole Lamar Miller thing. I mean, AOL, love you in, in some regards, I guess. But I-, I don't know what you were thinking here. I hope it pans out for you, like, honestly, because I'm worried. I'm worried about you. I really am. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm really not worried about him I th- he, he gets a he gets a two-headed running back dragon yay yeah i mean i'm not hating on lamar miller and honestly if if he hadn't kept lamar miller and he had somehow made his way back around to me in the second round and i hadn't kept who i kept in the second round i would probably pick him up at that spot too like when you do these mocks lamar miller in the second round is like well shit what else am i gonna do Right, I understand I to- there's like a yep. little bit of a value squish because we have the two rounds of keepers, so you're kind of quote-unquote drafting from the third, fourth round as you kind of start the draft. I, I, I understand that. That makes sense to me. But there is still large areas of value, and I would have rather taken the risk and possibly getting Lamar Miller back to me or just get someone who has equivalent Lamar Miller value at that spot. Exactly. Right? Like, there are other running backs that are going to be on the board 
by the ninth pick in the first round. Like at, at this point, what we've estimated, right? It's going to be uh, Barkley's going to go, Hunt's going to go. Then we've got McCaffrey, Joe Mixon, Jarek McKinnon, LaShawn McCoy, Kenyon Drake, Jay. Like somebody would have been there at some point, I would imagine. I mean, running backs go quick in our league, but uh, I don't know. He already had Zeke. I don't know. I don't see why you you need to go two running back there. Well, you guys both have solid number ones that you'd never had to worry about, right? So coming from someone who didn't have a solid number one and really needed one. It's um, true. I I would have spent like when you sit down at the at the mock draft and you look at your team and you're you're looking at who should I pick and I could get Julio I could get Odell but you're worried as fuck as to who your number one running back is going to be because at this point your number one is going to be a number two and your your number two is going to be a who the fuck knows I get it I I mean I I agree with that sentiment overall but I mean just looking at AOL specifically he already had Zeke he already had that locked in. So I, I don't and, know, I and, worried and, about Lamar Miller. There. Yeah, and the value for Thielen in the ninth, like just take the rounds in between the first and the ninth and just draft all running backs, then like somebody's going to hit. Right. All right, well, we really need to speed this up because we are <laughs> we are running way behind here. So um, let's, let's burn through it. I'm next. I'm in the second pick. Um, I'll just tell you who I kept. I kept Aaron Rodgers in the second round, and I'll get to my explanation in a second. And I kept the more obvious choice, obviously. Who wouldn't? The God, Josh Gordon. I get to keep him <laughs> in the 10th round, um, and I think that goes without discussion because he's, we all know what he is when he's on the field. Uh, and we all have a good idea that he's going to be playing. So honestly, even if he just gives me like four or five weeks <laughs> and then he gets suspended again for like indefinitely, like that would probably still be good value in the 10th round. So yeah, I, I honestly, I don't, I don't hate the Josh Gordon thing. I, I hate it mainly more on principle just because <laughs> you and the rest of the fantasy world just absolutely hypes their shit and just loses their shit when Flash Gordon is mentioned in any capacity. It's funny. So I just hate it on principle. But I do think that it's solid value. I mean, tenth round, right at the end of the tenth, uh, and I, I, I don't, I, I won't hate it. I, you're securing what could be, when he was on the field, one of the most productive wide receivers. So, and I like the Aaron Rodgers pick, even though you're losing a round of value. Like Aaron Rodgers is going to go quick in our league, so right. it, taking it, him it, in it, the second, I love. Right, it feels like a round of value, I, but I, when I looked at it a little bit more, uh, you know, because of like we said, you know. We keep 24 players, right? right? If everyone keeps two. Right. That's still the two rounds out. Most people are drafting Aaron Rodgers in the second round in standard leagues yep. anyways. You know, that happens. So I don't actually hate it at all. Well, the, uh, the way I, that I'm I looked at it was exactly how I explained a second ago. You feel, when you look at your partially draft roster and you see a running back or two, in a lot of cases people have two, you feel way more comfortable, right? You feel way mm-hmm. more comfortable to make a reach and say, hey, I could get uh, a mid-range number one wide receiver, maybe like a, you know, whatever, like around a 10 wide receiver or something like that. But I could get Aaron Rodgers and have these two stable running backs and the number one quarterback. So no matter what, he was not coming back to me in the second round. Someone was going to sure. say, fuck it, I can stack, you know, uh, Ezekiel Elliott with, you know. Probably would have been fourth and nine inches. Yeah, I guess it did the trade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so who are, someone could have Devon. Fourth Curry. has always been a fan of, of Aaron Rodgers. Right, so every single mock, he never made it back to me. And I I, I mentioned it so, earlier, the, the Gronk thing. So my other option, that was my yeah, only other real to touch option on Gronk. was Gronk in the third. Uh, he's not going to be there for me in the second. Um, so 
I just don't. I don't really buy into the Patriots that much. It's kind of my just. I despise them at this point. I hate Tom Brady. I don't want them on my team. I can be completely open and honest. I do not want them on my team. I'm just not interested. You know, and, and I, I Gronk is. Do you think? Do you think this is the beginning of the end? I, I want to press you on that. Just why? I kind of. I mean, is it the? I'm doing math here. He's 41. All right. He lives on a diet of strictly greens. He's never had a strawberry in his life. Uh, he hangs up on local <laughs> sports radio shows when they bring up his personal trainer. Like he's a total douchebag. Like it's, karma's going to crush him. For me, it's less of like any concern for a collapse or anything like that. Yeah, I think that is concerning. But for me, I'm just a Colts fan, and I kind of grew up with a little bit of well, a of hatred course. for the Patriots. So just kind of on principle, I've always avoided them. I have had some people on my team here and there. You know, Goskowski. Sure, it's a kicker. I don't hate it. A kick. I've had Dion. I've had Dion Lewis at that time. You know, at times, but never Tom Brady, never Gronkowski. I have principles. Okay, so it was okay for Goskowski. Correct. Sure. <laughs> for the irrelevant position of kicker. So you're sa- you're saying that that's irrelevant because he's going to be again. on and off the team anyways. So I'm streaming it. So I don't really right, care. Let's if he's move on. The team. Sorry. Once again. So I validated myself, even though everyone told me to keep Gronk. I kept Aaron Rodgers anyways. Fuck it. I don't hate it. I'm going. It was the only reach I could have where I have one of the better players at a position. So I did it. So Bapes is next. She selected. I think some great value, even in a league that doesn't require tight ends. She kept Zach Ertz, but she got to keep him in the fucking eleventh round. And love it. Honestly, there's about five tight ends that I'm targeting. As yeah. Oh yeah. I think there are at least five, maybe six that are that are definitely startable, almost even week to week. And I don't get it. In these mock drafts, maybe it's just the ADP. Maybe it's because our league has a, a smaller bench, so the ADP is skewed against our roster size or something. But the ADP on, like, Jimmy Graham or something is, like, 113. Like, it's it's ridiculously late for our draft, I would think. Mm-hmm. Or And that's like, that's, like, the fifth best tight end. Like, there's, you know, Travis Kelsey and there's a few other guys, the Greg Olson, um, that are really good. So Gronk, I think, yeah. is going to go to. I think Zacherts and she gets. Zacherts I think Zacherts is, is great in the eleventh. I love Devonte Adams' pick too. She got him in the fourth, right at the end of the fourth, and you know, always good to have Aaron Rodgers number one wide receiver. So and and just to reemphasize the point from last week, right? She she does not need to keep Odell Beckham in the in the one like or in the first right. round because by all accounts he's going to come back to her if she so, wants him. I, I actually I love this so much so i was thinking about it a little bit more she has the opportunity to now stretch her reign of odell beckham to five years right Mm -hmm. because she'll be able to draft him here then she'll be able to keep him if she wants you know over and over two years yeah two more years so she can she exactly fresh contract he's ready to work is he though is he though like uh, do you get nervous when someone finally gets yeah you do you definitely get a little nervous but he's a baller he's he's gonna ball out right so she's almost 100% guaranteed going to get Odell again and and maintain her reign while also getting amazing wide receiver value. So she's going to be pretty running back starved, though, and a lot of running backs were kept. So we'll see kind of how the rest of her draft plays right. out. Right, so I wonder if she even takes Odell. I love the point, but I wonder if she just says, I've got to, and she just walked back in the room. I could ask her. Uh, it's got to be, it'll be Christine. Yeah, it's, Mac- it's McCaffrey. CMC. Yeah, yeah. babes, no you're taking else. McCaffrey, right? <laughs> I know you're in there, but somewhere, <laughs> ten foot immediately takes Odell Beckham. So. <laughs> well, he would, right? So the next person is ten foot, and uh, tell him who you took. So you would definitely take a wide receiver with the one. 
Uh, you know, you would think so, but I, I get so scared. Like you said, it's a security blanket and I know it seems crazy, but like, I'm not, I'm not, uh, ruling out taking another running back depending on who's sitting there in the fourth spot. But with my picks, I ended up taking, uh, Alvin Kamara. I get to keep him in the third. Uh, he's going to go in the first round. Um, so that was a no brainer to me. He, uh, single-handedly pushed me into the playoffs. It was a great waiver pickup I had last year. And so I'm all about him. Um, wasn't going to pass that up. And then the other yeah, that's, one, that's your best player right there. Hands down. No, yeah, no question. Uh, the other one, it was a little bit of a tussle. And then the more I thought about it and kind of leaned on what blitz was saying last week about, you know, people still falling to you in the draft, you know, I have Michael Thomas sitting in the second. I think this would be, uh, the that second year value keep- still. Yeah, right. Like I love Michael Thomas. I love the Saints. High-powered offense. You know, people are going to score score points, <laughs> and to have like the flexibility of having both Kamara and Thomas, like you're going to hit pretty much every week. So, but I ended That's up. True. But I ended up not going that way and went with Alex Collins, keeping him. Actually, I believe I'm keeping him in the seventh. I don't really trust this. We can actually de- debate this if we want, but uh, another topic, whatever. <laughs> but Alex <laughs> Alex Collins, uh, later in the draft, sixth or seventh round. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think he's going to be the guy in Baltimore. I, I feel totally fairly, co- fairly confident. That- it, yeah, it's that, ridiculous. That's you don't know if you don't know who he is, then you weren't paying attention in the second half of last year. Because, Which is okay, he was. He just, was going to the farm. I, lo- I looked this up. I looked this up. Weeks eight through seventeen last year, he averaged fourteen point one points a game. You would have mm-hmm. loved to have Alex Collins on your team at the, yep. to close out the year last year. So, exactly. Uh, in the in the seventh round, I mean, I love that. If he can kind of keep that trend at all, he's going to shoot up being a, to be a top ten back and, and picking that in the seventh round. It's yeah, great, and and I mean, who, who knows what happens with Flacco? Like, I'm not expecting him to go anywhere, um, but I I just I believe in the dude. He was awesome. I I hope there's no regression. He's still a young guy. He runs. I like how he runs. I think he's agile and he moves. So um, I'm happy with it. The only other one that I considered was Russell Wilson, keeping him in the fifth, four or fifth. I do like the security blanket of having a decent quarterback. I know the whole thing is you know wait on a quarterback. You mean there's the always value. One quarterback last year, right? Exactly, right? Like I kind of thought about it, but you know what? If I want to scoop him up earlier than that, I can shoot for that. So I like it. All right. Well, the next person is High Decibels, and he, uh, I think, is the first person here on the list that has really stacked back to back. Yeah, stack the running backs and he is also the first person to lose first two picks, right? So he's got no idea what's coming next. Uh it also mm-hmm. gives him prime opportunity to A be late to the draft, get more drinking time in, get really <laughs> nice and smashed, show up late, get through whatever technical difficulties bullshit might have happened and not be afraid to miss anything. So, great job on securing the first two rounds. Honestly, not that 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 might have been a very big part of his decision-making process, if you know how that guy drafts. <laughs> yeah, so that's interesting. But uh, yes, this one, this one's no question for me. Like he's got David Johnson in the first. He's got Leonard Fournette in the second. Like Agreed. looking at the rest I mean, of his roster, the exact there's, same team. There's no question. This is a super smart move, safe move, and you've got two running backs. Like that's an awesome way to start the yeah. the thing. Just I'm worried about the third round, right? You, there's a lot of mystery there at this point, and you don't know what's going to be there. So you have to kind of think on your toes. Fully agreed. I, I think a lot of the keeper stuff kind of starts losing its impact after the fourth round, getting through the fifth round. Then everything, I think, kind of evens out a little bit, uh, as you know, most of the keepers are in the first you know, four rounds. That's where mm-hmm. most people kept. I mean, if we're looking at this, what, six, seven people are kept outside of those rounds? So I don't right. think they're going to make too much impact you know, kind of after that. But Yep. 
All right. Well, uh, this next person uh, on the list doesn't matter as much, so we should probably speed right through it. And that is fourth and nine inches. And fourth and nine inches has <laughs> he has kept. Uh, who does he got here? Dalvin Cook D- and Dalvin Derek Cook. Henry. Correct. And Derrick Henry actually, uh, after a stat correction this morning, it seems, was switched from a sixth-round keeper to an eighth-round keeper. So I actually like Derrick Henry keeper a lot more than I initially did when I looked at this. Uh, Pushing him back to the eighth round gets a lot more value out of him. Uh, And also maybe kind of shows a little bit of distrust right now. Uh, A lot of question marks surrounding, you know, impact of Deion Lewis and stuff like that. So we'll kind of see how that plays out. But an eighth round as far as risk it's really not that bad and i like dalvin cook in the in the fourth round again i think he's going a lot higher usually but the other the only other one that i was kind of considering would be well there's i would say two that i kind of pegged which was stefan diggs maybe keeping him in the sixth and Agreed. and alan robinson honestly like i don't know if i'm just on the the homer bears like bandwagon at this point but alan robinson he's going in the fifth you get to keep him in the ninth he's going to be the number one guy in chicago like it's just something to consider in chicago yeah yep in chicago that's the thing to consider (laughs) point taken (laughs) (laughs) but i i you do have to also mention you know kareem hunt he did return him to the pool of, of of free agents uh didn't keep him could have had him at the sixth spot you know He's obviously going to be going in that one-two spot, so definitely value there, but maybe not from the grand scheme of, of how you usually look at a draft. It doesn't seem like taking him in the sixth feels very valuable, but you know our league's a little different. Uh, so I, I like how he went. He could still end up getting a running back. Maybe maybe Christian Michael falls to him. We'll, we'll see how that kind of goes. Christian Michael or Christian McCaffrey? Oh, gosh, dude. I do yeah, that every time. Yeah, you did it. You did it. <laughs> Christian Michael. Christian. Christian. <laughs> Stat I correction. Got I, got, I got Colts on the brain. <laughs> All right. The next person is blitzed. What did you do? Yeah. So I took Todd Gurley in the second round, which obviously, you know, the bona fide number one overall, putting him to the 18th spot. That's pretty insane positional value. I looked this up. He scored 50 more points than the next closest running back, which is just insane to me. Uh, he was the third highest overall scoring player, including all quarterbacks. So pushing him to the 18th round, obviously a great decision. Uh, and then after that, went with Marvin Jones. Um, he had good consistency for me last year. That's kind of why I wanted to keep him. Uh, in the eighth round, I don't think he would have been there. Pushes him back you know, from what may have been fifth, possibly fourth round player. Uh I, I'm mainly keeping him for his consistency, and, and yeah, I gave back Julio Jones, but you know, it did seem like it might work out for me. Uh, Michael Thomas might fall to me, who I, you know, I think that's a solid trade uh, if Michael Thomas does make it. You know, Julio might even make his way back to me. Yeah. Uh, uh, with would with you take would you take mind. would you take Julio or Michael Thomas if you had both? If they were both, ooh, that's a tough decision. I might go Michael Thomas just to kind of switch it up, to be completely honest, because I've yeah. had Julio for so long. Right. It's like, well, let's see what riding this train is like. And I've always loved rooting for Drew Brees. So, you know, he's from Purdue. I'm a Boilermaker. Mm-hmm. Makes it easy to kind of, uh, if I have options like that, to, to choose fandom that makes sense when, when I think it's a wash, I'll, I'll definitely go fandom. For sure. So the uh, only thing I'll call out here is you're definitely expecting regression from Todd Gurley, like to, for him to put up another oh, yeah. season like that. Sure. So, and, you're, and, you're, and you're cool with that, right? Like I still think you oh, keep yeah. him in the second I mean, round, no question. Right, yeah, I think it's still a no-brainer. But, yeah, I mean, he, he had a really good rookie season, and then his sophomore year, he, he definitely kind of hit that wall. 
Uh, and I think that's why I was able to get him at the 13th overall last year. That's why, you know, right. I, I, that's why I wanted the turn last year was to be able to exactly. to work those edges and, and push value back into uh, a, a later round for keeper. Even, um, even, so. even though you didn't want him or you weren't happy with having to take him, yeah. but it was, a, yeah, it was a, the right that. move. Yeah. Right. It, it worked out in the end for me. So really happy about that. And I, I just think solid value. Love it. Yay. So cool. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> bringing the hype tonight, man. Jesus. <laughs> we're 55 <laughs> minutes in. We weren't supposed to go this long. It's uh, We're a little long in the tooth. So let's talk about the most important person in the league. We got Booyah here. Uh, he absolutely was lost. He has no idea how keepers work. He doesn't remember where the website is. Um, Ridiculous. At least he knows my phone number. So he has a lifeline and he can text me. And he does. Uh, so so we got his pi- he, we got his picks in. Uh, he still got pissed because he sent in the wrong picks because he doesn't understand how the ones work. Uh, so, no, yeah, no, Booyah. Right? Booyah, you cannot keep Le'Veon Bell and Christian McCaffrey. You don't have two picks in the first round. That's not how it works, just for clarity. Exactly. And if anyone didn't listen to the show, it was probably him, so he'll never hear this. So uh, yep. <laughs> he selected Le'Veon Bell in the first round, so he gets to keep him at the Solid. 108. Uh, and then he gets Tyreek Hill, which I think was literally because I texted him, hey, I just had you taken Tyreek Hill. And he was like, yeah, just go with that. So he's got Tyreek Hill in the fourth. Wow. Um, oh, I love <laughs> he it. Probably, that's, that's the ultimate booyah. He was more elegant. Right he probably said, like, sounds good, hombre, or something like that. Or, <laughs> Way more elegant. So I don't know how much thought he actually put into it. I think he just says, all right, I play fantasy football and I have Le'Veon Bill every year. Uh, I guess I have to keep him again. So this is last one, this though. Is his last time, so he'll have to say farewell. But, hey, Le'Veon Bell will probably say farewell to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Who knows? So uh, that's that. Do you have any analysis for, for Booyah's selection here? I would have done the exact same thing. Yep. No brainer. Yeah, I think so. He didn't really have too much else to look at. I mean, you're not going to you're, you're not going to take McCaffrey over Bell and you're not going to like what else does he have? Like Marshawn Lynch uh 3 rounds early? Like no, you're not going to do that. So, it's the right move. Right. So, let's go on to So, uh, thanks for helping him cuz you totally could have screwed him with any other name of any other player. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> that's true. I should have just said, you know, Josh it's, McCown. <laughs> it's a thing now. We're all keeping the kickers um <laughs> You didn't see that, that amendment? amendment? I went over it in the podcast. Yeah. He'd be like, oh, no diggity, bro. Uh, so uh, next up, Coheeds. Talked about him earlier. Likes beer. Used to like TV. Now he likes Zeke. Nope, he doesn't like Zeke. He likes Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley. So he's going to get Saquon Barkley. Well, he does like his rookie running backs. Uh, but his keeper. Uh, he is the one who got got Zeke in the first time. The, he did. And he, he looked he looked right past the domestic abuse allegations. Didn't give a fuck. <laughs> right, pa- right past <laughs> that. Just said, you know, fuck it. I'm going all in. How, how'd that work out for you, Coheed? You didn't fucking win. So I hope that. How do you fucking eat your breakfast in the morning? Is how I. That's what he, I get, he dumps Ezekiel, he dumps Ezekiel Elliott and gets Saquon Barkley. <laughs> that's how he deals with that's it. That's how he does it. So that's how he. So he's washed his hands of the domestic violence. And now he's got. And of the Cowboys in general. True. I'm sure he's really. Glad that's to be very true. That. He probably hated that so now he's got melvin gordon in the fourth which i think is probably awesome and i think oh yeah that's wonderful most people yep. probably you know threw a, a question mark at the philip rivers in the 13th yeah round. i did not like that did not like that. I so who would you this. have taken what are, what are the other options there so uh everybody? he's got juju smith schuster as a seventh rounder where you know there's not going to be a lot of wide receiver value left on the board 
you know, after the first couple rounds, and, and he's a solid pick. You know, he's like a fourth rounder. So I probably would have gone with that in the seventh round. And then, what, I mean, you could have got Rivers maybe in the ninth. Is it really that much better to get Rivers at 13 than at nine? <laughs> I don't think there's really that much value there to be completely honest no, that's no true. because we we, we we take quarterbacks i would say a little early in this league like we're not the ones that are drafting the last couple rounds taking People them, take but philip rivers yeah. i gotta yeah well yeah but i gotta believe philip rivers would have been there in the ninth yeah and and maybe not like reach a little earlier then like if if that's who you really want otherwise there's similar value I think quarterbacks generally i don't like yeah but think about it this way too think early. about it this way now he gets to get like the best kicker and the best defense, because <laughs> he's already got the quarterback, lo- the last picks. Let's go, up. Jacksonville! All right, yeah. So no. let's talk about his brother picking right next to him. Terrible tally. He is keeping two players that are they're pretty good. They're pretty good. Uh, Antonio pretty Brown, good players, I would say, the best wide receiver according to everyone. Uh, he gets to keep him in the first round with tenth pick, and then in the third round, he keeps Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard's still on the Bears, right? That's still a Bears thing. That's a Bears That's still thing. Still a Bears thing. Yep. It's the end of the third round, too, at least. Yeah, it's good value in this running back market. But look at this board. It's just, you guys can't see this on the podcast. No. It's just all green. It's just green. Splatter. I shared it on Slack, so you know what we're looking all at. All running backs. I mean, that's 13. Yeah, there's 13, if I just counted right, 13 running right. backs uh, being kept. So more than half of the keepers are running backs. Right. Actually, I, I calculate. So 13 running backs, seven wide receivers, three quarterbacks, one tight end. That's how the keeper numbers actually work. Exactly. Out. Yeah. So you're starting out with the two in your one spot if you don't keep one. So right. I, I love it. I love it. Good. Good move. Yeah. Terrible tally. I mean, I wouldn't. Yeah, I don't I like think it. I would have done anything different. I I fully agree. I don't really see much value and didn't really love anyone else. Yeah, Kenyon I mean, Drake in the seventh, maybe. Right, right, right. That was yeah. the only so other one as far to, as value is concerned. Tally has to draft in between Coheeds and Holding Court. Yeah, I actually noticed that. That's right in a row. We got the full family that there. That is a so. mess. That's going to be a mess. So, yeah. So, next up, holding court. Getting cock-blocked on either side by family. Yeah, wow. right? <laughs> yeah, and, of course, then you have to, dude, I'm telling you, you have to be quiet, like, who you want. Like, you can't highlight a player in <laughs> advance. You know what I mean? Like, they're looking at your fucking screen. So, holding court's next. Uh, she it. is inheriting the team that went to the farm. Uh, tantrums. I, total meltdown. Um, yeah. But she had some. Do we have a sound effect for that? <laughs> Total. What would Total be, meltdown. What would be? I mean, I guess <laughs> Inception. Oh yeah, well that would be it. But also, if Total uh, meltdown. <laughs> yeah, we were all also laughing at her at the Was same it? time. So. I love it. But uh, so that happened, and uh, so holding court has so she, to inherit. So she it. has her squad. Yeah. So, uh, but it wasn't all bad, right? So Devonta Freeman, people Agreed. say what you will. You know, it is a running back that's borderline number one, um, and she gets to keep him. So there's, you know, and she's later in the <laughs> borderline number one. I don't, I don't really do. You, how? Where do you rank? I mean, previously uh, in the past, he was a number one. We'll see how that maybe works. I out feel now. like he's but a yes, good number two, right? And she's drafting him as a number one. So, and then she, but she also gets to keep Keenan Allen uh, in the third round. That's it. Which is very end of the third. That's good value. Yeah. So nothing to write no, home I like about. That a I think lot. she's she's definitely uh, battling uphill from here. But uh, fully. So agree. are a few of us. I'm I'm with her 
on that. So uh, she's fortunate that she's right at the start of the second round. Let's say that that is true, and she does have a second round pick open, so she can get someone there right. to to fix so, this a bit. To kind of yeah, uh, we'll see how. It but works yeah, out I, I don't have high hopes for her. I, I she might end up right back in the farm, and uh, I wouldn't be torn up about it. Hopefully, you know. I mean no. <laughs> sorry, holding court. I'm sorry. <laughs> so finally, we have the final draft pick, and we'll send Tally there instead. We'll <laughs> she just would kind probably of... make him do it. Uh, so uh, proper football. <laughs> finally, uh, this was interesting because this was, I believe, the only one that selected two players from the same team, uh, and he has two keepers, which are both, I think, pretty good value. Yeah. Um, DeAndre and Deshaun make up the keepers for proper. <laughs> You did not. Shut shut the <laughs> fuck up. <laughs> oh, that was too much. So, yeah, so he got hit yeah, in the fourth uh, and the seventh. Not, nothing not to love about this. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins in the fourth, that is yeah, awesome. Awesome. Very um, good. And Deshaun Watson, I mean, you could argue taking a keeper, there's definitely some questions there. But, I mean, he was on fire last year, keeping him in the seventh, pairing him up with DeAndre Hopkins. It's a bold move. I like it. The only other one that I would consider is Jarek McKinnon in the sixth, but there's certainly question marks on that side too. So I, I love the move. Great job, Proper. Yeah. yeah, I like it a lot. I, I usually, like I said earlier, don't love quarterbacks high, but Deshaun Watson was absolutely lights out when he was on the field last year. So obviously injury concerns, ACL concerns. He'll probably end up pairing up another quarterback going a little later to maybe you know kind of secure that spot a little bit. We'll see uh, uh, how healthy. Did he may have? Come did up. he have any Jaguars on his team? He could have kept because no. because I was under the impression that the Jaguars were London's team, and I figured he would have definitely reached. <laughs> you know, Shaka Khan, whatever that motherfucker's name is. You know, loves that London place. So, anyways, that wraps up keepers pretty extensive discussion on this uh and the people at the end of the list got shafted because we talked about ourselves for way too long uh but we've gone an hour and five minutes you're welcome we have probably we made it through three of the 87 pages in the show doc so we got plenty of shit for next week oh my god um what do you guys want to talk about next we got a couple more minutes here so I just want to call out, this is super random, but I want to try to understand what the deal is with those websites that make you submit your age before you view any sort of content. Like, I, I feel like they have a database of nothing but birthdays that start with January 1st, and it's just very <laughs> annoying at this point. <laughs> right? Fully agree. That's true, man. I, I mean, no. I, I've been ch- falsifying my age on those things for my entire life. So exactly. See what the purpose is. I think you're going to yeah. start seeing less and less of this data collection shit because this we don't experience this. I mean, proper does because he's in London. He's dealing with the EU, but they passed this GDPR or whatever this privacy. Oh yeah, dude. So you're going to start seeing a lot less data collection because I've had to deal with it now in America because some of our businesses in uh, overseas and they're like, well, make sure that you're not keeping X, Y, and Z, uh, and that's coming to America. That's that is going to happen, and uh, hopefully that sort of shit goes away. But uh, yeah, I mean, it is it is basically already in America. Just if you don't know, like if you do business, even if you're not local in the EU, like you have to abide by it. Right. And if you see all those stupid little cookie things that pop up on all the websites as of it's like a month ago, the web. yeah, it's like that, that's ruining what it is. the web right now. That's what it comes from. So, I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to less data collection, but um, you I, know, I like at that. what cost? I don't like the experience that it affects on every single website I have now had to visit since. <laughs> super frustrating so anyways that was my random fun fact anybody else got anything for this week 
I'm fucking exhausted from all this shit we've done. You haven't done it's anything. Been a good week. You didn't do anything. I don't actually remember a single edit that you made to this. No, no, I haven't done anything. But I'm exhausted from doing all the league stuff. I'm exhausted from the keepers. I'm exhausted from the Illuminati, which we didn't I guess even talk you did about. make the schedule. I had yeah. to run the algorithm for the schedule, which we'll talk about in the, the future. The algorithm. Listen, hey, commissioners, commissioners, <laughs> you running the league out there? Make sure you run your Get schedule. your algorithms. Yeah, make, run it on the fucking algorithm. Get your owls up, and then your gorillas, gorillas they'll follow after. You get them up. So, uh, you did not. <laughs> We've gone way too long, man. Really. Like, it's already an hour and seven minutes. So, we're going to wrap this up. Uh, Blitz, do you got anything? You got one more thing you want to throw out there? Sure. Uh, you know, kind of what am I on this week? Uh, just recently started watching this show on Netflix that I really like called Magic for Humans. Have you guys seen this Magic? at all? Magic? No. I, all right. I highly recommend. The card game? Uh, I'll kind of. Tally. No. Well, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> no actual magic but he kind of does a spin on it and makes it more human i don't know whatever the tagline is something like using magic to master the art of being human something like that so i'll just kind of explain one situation he does he 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 tries to uh essentially make someone believe that they're invisible right so he hired a bunch of people on craigslist to come to this park and like watch him perform a magic trick <laughs> and then he brings two people in, and sits them in lawn chairs and then he uh you know puts a blanket over one of them who's also like a magician part of it and makes that guy disappear right but then he does some stuff where he like pretends like he, the, the guy's invisible holding the cup and stuff like that uh and then he goes over to the actual guy that they're trying to fool and covers him with a blanket uh and then uh, you know pulls the blanket off and the entire crowd reacts like this guy just disappeared right so everyone's in on this trick and like totally making this guy believe that he's invisible and you kind of watch the reactions you know what they do once they believe that they're invisible one guy starts like freaking out like how the hell do i stop this it's very very This sounds like impractical jokers trying to be serious it's all about magic who doesn't love magic right <laughs> if you have to hire a bunch of people on Craigslist for your joke, it's not magic anymore. That's true. It's like that chick that hired all those dudes on Tinder to come out and she did the whole spectacle. Yeah. That's all this magician's yeah. doing. You know, fucking magician. Unbelievable. Real Unbe- I can't believe tigers on stage. Yeah. I, I can't believe that woman pulled that off in New York. Actually, no, I can. Yes, I completely bl- can bl- make yeah, it makes sense. All right, you motherfuckers. We are just rambling now about nonsense, so we're going to wrap it up here. Next week, we have a draft. Holy shit. Like, that's... Holy shit, a draft. Less than a week away. Next Monday is the draft. So, I mean, we have a lot of stuff to get to. We have a new Illuminati. Blitz, hit him with the Illuminati. Who is it? Currently, uh, I don't think we got final votes uh, from Booyah or Bapes, but it does look like the three people, regardless of how any other votes turn out, will be Bapes, Proper, and Coheeds, I believe was the last one. Well, there you go. Uh, We talked all of them up there. Right. Perfect. Uh, There will be alternates to be decided, depending on how the people vote, uh, but that's basically the Illuminati. So congrats to them. Right, so we'll have that. We have a lot of other shit to talk about next week, but I am literally zoned in on the draft. I've decided to keep a quarterback, so I've got to fucking fix that quickly. Um, <laughs> in the second round. Good luck. All right, that. guys, so for 10-foot, for Blitz, I'm Buddy Danger. This is the same level. See you all next week. Ah!